Isaiah chapter 4, verse 1. And taken hold have seven women on one man in that day, saying, Our own bread we do eat, and our own raiment we put on. Only let thy name be called over us, remove thou our reproach. In that day of calamity that Isaiah has been speaking about, which did happen in Israel later after he died, during King Jehoiachin's reign, women would be so desperate for a husband that seven women would ask one man to marry all of them, just so that they would have a name. In other words, legitimate children with a legacy. And this is because Babylon was going to kill some men and then capture the best men that they had and take those to Babylon. One of the men that was captured was the young Daniel and his friends, and we're going to read about his life when we get to the book of Daniel. But Isaiah prophesied that these women would be willing to work for their own food and clothing as long as a man would marry them. 2. In that day is the shoot of Jehovah for desire and for honor, and the fruit of the earth for excellence and for beauty to the escaped of Israel. On one hand, Isaiah is saying that the people are going to suffer bitterly who are left in Israel, and on the other hand, he's saying that Israel will be glorified in that day. He is saying the survivors in Israel will be blessed. That's talking about the survivors who obeyed the Lord and humbled themselves under Babylon. This is also referring to King Zedekiah's time. He was the last historical king of Judah. Babylon totally took over Judah, but those who obeyed the Lord and listened to the commands of Jeremiah, they humbled themselves under the Babylonians, and they actually prospered. They had fields and farms, and they were able to dwell in peace on their own while Babylon was occupying their territory. But the ones who tried to fight Babylon with King Zedekiah, they got killed and annihilated and they were left destitute. In addition to that, Babylon took a lot of prisoners of war. We'll also be reading Jeremiah's two books later on as well. 3. And it hath been he who is left in Zion, and he who is remaining in Jerusalem, holy is said of him, of every one who is written for life in Jerusalem. Whenever the Israelites repented of their sins, the Lord would have them fight the pagans and win. Even though they always had the weakest army, they would still win because the Lord would fight the battle for them. But when the Israelites refused to repent of their sins, then the Lord humbled them by having their enemies conquer Israel. And in those cases, the Lord always told Israel that you must humble yourself and take your punishment under the conquering army. And those who refused to humble themselves under the conquering army, those are the ones who died. And that's what Isaiah is talking about. He is saying the one who is humble under the conquering army of Babylon and takes the punishment because of the sins of Israel, those people will actually get protected by the Lord. They'll be allowed to dwell in peace. For if the Lord hath washed away the filth of daughters of Zion, and the blood of Jerusalem purgeth from her midst by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. Sometimes we don't want to repent, and the Lord brings us so low 
that we almost don't have a choice. It's either repent or die. And that's where Israel was. And the Lord was allowing them to go through the fire of all of this persecution, to wash their adulterous filth off of them. In the book of Revelation, it says the whore that sits on Babylon has filth that comes out of her because she practices adultery against the Lord with all of the pagan nations. And that's what it's describing here in verse 4. It's talking about the bodily fluids of adultery. But this is a spiritual metaphor referring to God's people sinning against him by worshiping false idols. Idolatry is spiritual adultery. And also the blood is going to get purged from Jerusalem. That's the blood that they shed by their paganism. Because in paganism, you have to kill your children and sometimes other people as well. 5. Then hath Jehovah prepared over every fixed place of Mount Zion and over her convocations a cloud by day and smoke and the shining of a flaming fire by night that over all honor a safeguard. This is a metaphor. Isaiah is using something that happened in the past to prophesy something in the future. Before Isaiah was born, God led the Israelites through the desert by a pillar of fire at nighttime, which turned into a pillar of smoke by day. That pillar represents Jesus Christ. Isaiah is saying the Lord will do the same thing again. He is going to rest his pillar of fire over you and his pillar of smoke over you when he cleanses Jerusalem. This didn't happen in a literal way, but this would happen in a spiritual way through the cleansing of Jesus Christ when he came and preached the gospel later on. So I believe this prophecy is a very far prophecy from Isaiah's time because he lived long before Jesus came. 6. And a covering may be for a shadow by day from drought, and for a refuge, and for a hiding place from inundation, and from rain. He says that the cloud over them is going to give them shade from the sun. And the blazing sun is mentioned in Revelation in the end times, and it says that when we go to heaven there will be no more scorching sun. The sun doesn't even exist there. Isaiah is saying, metaphorically, that when salvation comes to Israel, it will come through Jesus Christ. And that concludes Isaiah chapter 4.